Welcome to another episode of 1997 on the Five Wise Marks Podcast. It's yeah. unbelievable. Not <laughs> over. Colossal tussle. Other Vince-isms. Like structure. You gotta talk louder, pal, when you're oh. speaking into the microphone. What? Like structure? <laughs> God damn it. Damn it. Jerry Lawler. I've been told by my good friend, Doug Gilbert, you like to... <laughs> oh, wait, wait, I'm being told by our sponsors. I'm not allowed to say that. Fruit Twist. <laughs> fruit Twist. Starburst Speaking fruit of twist. Pat Patterson. <laughs> <laughs> what an intro, guys. So, welcoming to the Ju- Ju- July. Wow. July. January 20th, 1997, and January 27th, 1997 episodes of Raw. First thing you need to know is... The Royal Rumble was truly colossal. <laughs> that is how we, we enter this episode. Uh, as Bret Hart immediately storms out and grabs that microphone. Unannounced as they were building up a Taker Austin main event. Taker Austin main event. Yep. Feels like we're on the highway to hell. Could be. A year and months <laughs> later. I'm yep. just thinking. I, There's a lot I get of construction. This, I get this highway to hell like feeling. <laughs> when I watch this match. <laughs> yeah, I got here, you know, Bret Hart comes out with no music, no gear. I didn't even know he was in the ring until it just, he had a with mic. With a little hockey t-shirt on. The Calgary. Tucked in. Tucked in. And uh, he had a lot to say, didn't he, that? He did. Yes. I, I, I wrote down, whiny Bret has been activated. Yep, I have pissed Bret here. There you go. Um, and Bret goes on to say, you know what? Since I've come back here to the WWF, I've been screwed by the boy toy. I've been screwed by Steve Austin. I've been screwed by the WWF. And I've been screwed by you. Pointing to Vince McMahon. And at this point, uh, I actually have the live feed to <laughs> Vince's microphone back to Pat Patterson. Screwed. God damn it, he thinks he's been screwed. I'll show him screwed. I'll screw you, man. Brett, Brett, I'll screw you. November 9th. 1997. Well, you're I'm going to screw you. Montreal. I don't know what that was about. I, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll follow this thread. We'll see what happens as we go throughout the year. Um, there seems to be some sort of screwing like situation <laughs> going on. Like, between. I kind of keep going back to that. Yeah. Like type thing. Like, There's a screwing like structure. There's a screwing like structure that <laughs> seems to be building between. A brewing. Yeah. Vince and Brett. Uh, so what, what what does Brett do here after being screwed by apparently the entire WWF locker room? I quit. He loses a, a I quit match to himself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, the first match of the night, Brett Hart defeats Brett Hart in an I, I quit, quit match uh, with his career on the line. <laughs> and he says he quits the WWF. He promptly leaves the ring, goes over the fucking ga- uh, guardrail, and in, Vince uh, is in tow. Yeah, Vince walks out. Uh, however... Somebody else walks out. We're not done. Who comes out? None other than Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, got a huge reaction, right? Mm. Crickets. Not quite yet. We're getting there. We're About the out. same as his mic skills there for the first 30 seconds. He picks promo. up that microphone, and uh, it works about as well as a microphone in front of Turner. What? What? <laughs> what? What? Didn't work out so well. So give me a piece of equipment that works, or I'll beat your ass. That's what he says to the... Ringside attendant. Was that Tony Chimmel yet or not quite yet? Are we a little early for the uh, Tony Chimmel? I couldn't tell who it was. I, I didn't see who handed it We'll over. go with Tony Chimmel. Yeah. That's what I'm going to say just because yeah. that's who I want it to be. <laughs> <clears throat> 
He had some other uh, some zingers out there. He does. Austin caught fire here on this promo. He got another one saying, when the going gets tough, the hearts get going. Back home. Back home. Uh, and all you have done since you come back is cry. True. Mm-hmm. So crybaby Brett is in full effect. Austin gets his in, and we're two and a quarter episodes in. And Stone Cold Steve Austin is far and away the best part of this product. Yeah. There really isn't even a close second at this point. No, and then uh, a close second is probably Ahmed. Well, <laughs> well, at least as far as most featured on the card. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. We'll get to that. Next episode. Uh, so, yeah, then we get Owen and Davey versus LaFon and Furness in what on paper should be a hell of a match. I didn't know I wanted this match until it was presented to me. I mean, And then I was all for it. Opening segment with LaFon and Owen. I just wrote Chain Wrestling Clinic. Great chain wrestling. Yeah. Owen's, <laughs> Owen's kip-ups are a thing of beauty. I mean, the, that whole sequence just is so smooth, so athletic. And you don't see that wrestling anymore. Yeah. That's why we still, like, this is No amazing. obvious cooperation. Right, the, yeah. yeah. That's the thing. We also get... Uh, it, Owen, uh, when LaFernis gets... They, they kind of started this match weird. The heel was the one that was kind of getting beaten down. Mm-hmm. They didn't end up making a hot tag, but it was just weird. The babyfaces yeah. were in control a lot early in the match. Uh, but Owen pops uh, Furnace with an Enziguri, oh. and it just... Oh. It sounded great. It was just a perfect sound. Owen's also a suplex machine, I guess. Owen is a suplex machine. Uh, could we call it a, a human suplex machine? We could. Maybe a little early. Bro, you, you don't understand. Maybe. Perhaps. This might be hinting towards something that might happen in uh, February. Maybe we'd be getting uh, some so sort of little. invasion. Ooh. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Stay tuned. Stay tuned to Los Nikita after the show. <laughs> you already stole my gimmick, man. <laughs> <laughs> I've nothing to say now. Good. <laughs> Uh, I'll it, keep shot. We we get a really really ugly tornado DDT. Lafon yeah. gets our bulldog, and bulldog doesn't seem to know what move is being done to him. Yeah, it, it looked like a bulldog going for like a hip toss, the hip toss counter. Yeah, DDT, well, you know yeah. why? Because he's fooked. He uh, they hooked smoking up. crack. <laughs> you know what? The furnace of fooked. <laughs> I'm fooked. I don't know what to do. I didn't see that uh, tornado DDT. I was writing down some some stupid shit here. Apparently, I said the start of Suplex City. <laughs> it could have started in '97. I literally just got a, cra- a text message. And I kid you not. This is a shoot. <laughs> it is a picture of the British Bulldog mm, in crack. the form of Barack Obama's Hope poster that says crack. <laughs> I just, that's a shoot. Uh, I just got that text You're message listening to us. one minute ago from Somalia. Live, from, from Somalia. From Somalia. Thank you, Somalia. Uh, yeah, Somalian pirate suite. <laughs> it crack. just sucks that first and five, they're just kind of like Johnny Bland because they're very good. They're just kind of... <laughs> The role players here. Yeah. Yeah. Just I'm here in. for it. They're just, they're just Johnny no characters right now, which kind of sucks because they're so good in the ring. Kind of like John, Johnny same face. Yeah. 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 Gargano. That's Mike's favorite boy. But then the He's match comes to a, to a close. Owen hits him with the slammy. Yep. The fuck finish. And uh, Owen Only one slammy, though. Yeah. Only one. The only, reason, the only reason this is a fuck finish is because we find out either the, this episode or next episode that they're going to have a rematch at Final Four. 
Which we'll get... Uh, for the titles. For the titles. For the titles. Because this was non-title. This is non-title. So, interesting. <clears throat> Turn of events. Uh, this leads us to what I would consider match of the year candidate so far. Uh, we are the nation. <laughs> Living in color. <laughs> Don't diss the man who will bum rush your mother. A domination. <laughs> but who's he facing? Bart Gunn. <laughs> Bart, Bart Gunn. And all I wrote is, why are they still pushing Bart Gunn in 1997? Little did I know there were still two more years left in the yeah. Bart Gunn era of WWF. Wow. I have written down, uh, not match-related, but how do you wrestle in cowboy boots? <laughs> That's where my head's at. And jeans. And mm. jeans. I mean, those working jeans? Those yeah. working boots? Can you get inside them jeans? That's what Pat Patterson is <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, not much Pat's of this one. Yeah. Not much to this one. Um, this is an ugly match. These two are just not in sync. Um, There's no Justin Timberlake. Or Lance Bass. Yeah. Or JC. Chazé. But, <laughs> <laughs> but this match still went on like five minutes too long. Uh, I think it went like five minutes and 30 seconds. And it was so five minutes, five too, minutes long. Yeah. too long. I mean, I do, <laughs> like, I do like this in Bart Gunn. He's like a someone I grew up loving. But at this moment in time... He's, He's not a singles guy. Yeah, yeah, it has to be a squash. Yeah, and uh, has to be. Wow, that was an interesting uh, finisher attempt by Farouk. Yeah, that... I called it the Dama Nate er because <laughs> that's something Nate would do. No, I would. I would have <laughs> fell on my ass. It probably still would look better. Yours, than yours. Oh, yours. I would have been fooked. But yeah, that dominated was uh, not pretty. Yeah. At this point, I do believe they reveal the heel turn of one Savio Vega, or is that next week? It's right now. Am I, well, it's next week. It's next week. Well, we're going to spoil it Bro, for you. Sorry. Savio <laughs> Vega turns heel <laughs> on Shotgun Saturday night. What you don't understand is it was already filmed ahead of time, bro. 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 Everybody you watched can't figure Shotgun, it out. bro. Yeah. Raw's a B-show, bro. We're going to go to uh, Detroit and you can Fago it out. <laughs> you say Fago? You say Fago? You say Fago? I Fago. Oh, wait, what? Where's our listener, Melvin? Yes. <laughs> Uh, so Nation's walking back. But who's walking towards the ring? That would be one, the one, the only Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Ah, and Gorilla Monsoon. Oh, I can't believe it. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's like structure. Uh, so Vince starts asking questions to Gorilla Monsoon about how he's going to handle the controversial finish to the 1997 Royal Rumble. And Gorilla Monsoon, in his gorilla e way, says, In the record books, it might state that Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin wins the 1997 Royal Rumble, but he is out of his mind. He thinks he's going to get a crack at the WWF title over that finish. Which, very predictably, causes Stone Cold Steve Austin to start storming his way out onto the ring. After Gorilla announces the final four. Okay, he does He does announce the match first. And, and why, and no why they are the, uh, you know, the Taker, Vader, because Austin eliminated them illegally. And yes. Austin because he won the Rumble, and Brett because he was eliminated illegally. If Brett accepts. Yes. Brett still quit. But what about the one man missing? Fake Diesel. What happened to Fake Diesel? Fake Diesel got screwed. <laughs> he got screwed, no. He was eliminated by Brett, not Austin, hence why he doesn't get in the final four. I, I never really caught that until Mike said that. It was like, that makes sense. I never... Yeah. But you don't understand. So... Yeah, what you don't understand I is... I just don't understand, bro. <laughs> so... Stone Cold Steve Austin comes out here, grabs the microphone and says, 
You call yourself gorilla, yeah, yeah, hee-haw out here like a jackass. <laughs> Love that line. Austin's on fire. Austin's on fire. Got all the quotables. And uh, I do want to backtrack a second. Bret Hart, okay, at the Rumble, he's he's bitching at Vince, right? We were talking about yes. this, how he's, it's, we're slowly learning who Vince is behind the scenes, okay? In this Raw, he's singling out Vince in this promo. And then we come back to Vince interviewing Gorilla about what he's going to do. Yes, Vince, what are you going to do? Because yeah, Gorilla is because, obviously the on-screen authority, yeah, but so, they're already acknowledging Vince. I kind of I thought it was a little weird that Vince was doing the interviewing when clearly us the viewers are <clears throat> led to believe that it's a Brett versus Vince type of thing yeah. here. Not it's like where's Gorilla? Uh, Brett's not pointing fingers at Gorilla at this point. He had never mentioned Gorilla at this point, to my knowledge. No. All of a sudden, we're bringing the on-air commissioner. I think we're slightly past that right now. Yeah. We're, we're, it's like why is Brett pointing at Vince? And, and Taker also yes. pointed at Vince, said you need to fix this. So Taker and Brett. Now, Brett, at least twice that we know of, has specifically pointed at Vince and said, you need to fix this. This is your problem. I mean, Brett dressed down. I mean, granted, it was a long promo that we kind of, you know, summed it up, summed it up quickly, but he kind of dressed down Vince. And he didn't say Vince, but he pointed at him. And, and, and very wisely, I think Jim Ross and Jerry Lawler stepped back. Yeah. So Vince was kind of on his own with Brett directly the, pointing the at him. The focal point. Yeah. So they couldn't be confused that it was Lawler or Ross that he was talking to. Just interesting point. Okay, interesting point of knowledge with that. And then um, this ends up leading to uh, Brett coming out. And what does Brett do? He unquits. He unquits. I accept uh, he comes back, he takes his uh, place in the Final Four match, which then leads to all hell breaking loose. Oh, big old schmaz. Yes, so you, you got the rundown here? Uh, just Brett, just kicking the crap out of Austin. Brett and Austin, but that doesn't end it. No, because Taker comes out. Then Taker's music hits, and Undertaker starts to come out. And, and Taker books it down to the ring. The fastest Taker entrance we have ever seen. I think it was only a... A dong, and Taker's already there. Yeah, Taker. Taker starts going after Brett. He starts fighting Brett first. Uh, somehow breaks away from Brett, ends up at Austin, kicking Austin's ass all around ringside. One thing I did write down, though, is who are they building up to for Mania for Brett? Because he's got two feuds going on right now. Right now, that's not clear. We'll maybe get some clarity in the next episode. Because it uh, looks like it's, it's going to be Brett Sean. It's going to be Brett Austin. We don't know. What's going on? I don't know! Is it Super Bowl Saturday? I don't know. (laughs) Brett's t-shirt was probably too tight, too. Exactly. Who knows? And so we then get into the match. It's a decent little brawl. It's not anything, like, super elaborate or... uh, I think this is the first Taker Austin. Probably. It was a a good little brawl match. Yeah, I mean, future SummerSlam main event here. We're giving away pay-per-view main event <laughs> matches here on Raw. That don't, one we do remember. Don't change the channel. <laughs> with, those back. Little, with those little uh, Robin Hood digs that Ross was thrown in throughout the night. Because Robin Hood, on the other channel, was interrupting a Hogan Giant match. And to keep the people watching Nitro, the commercial breaks, it was Hogan Giant. 
Oof. I do remember that. Yuck. And that was the, the Robin Hood that was like really long and boring, right? Yeah. It was, it was bad. I remember, was it the TV? I don't remember, but yeah, it was yeah. trash. It was bad. So, uh, once again, I just want to say, I really feel like we're on the highway to hell here. I don't, it just, it's just got that feeling somewhere in my veins that we're on the highway to hell. Like structure. Like structure. Like what, feeling. What was in my veins was Lawler pissing me off talking about the ribs the entire match. What the hell? Well, he jumped off commentary. What ringside, right? Austin, work his rib. Shut up. First of all, why are you at, why? Why are you doing things? Sit down. Talk about puppies. Oh, wait, not yet, not oh, yet. Oh, oh, oh. Don't put your head of ourselves. <laughs> okay, it makes sense. Yeah, Taker wrestled Vader last night, but you don't have to basically be, like, Austin's manager. It was kind of annoying. Yeah, I, I mean, they're trying to build on the heel thing with Austin. I, I don't know if that really worked. Um, but we do get a stunner. Yes. To, uh, to more crickets. Yeah, to, to a uh, Turner talking reaction. Ooh. It was, it was I'm right not. Here, guy. I'm right here. Yeah. <laughs> that was the point. <laughs> it was not uh, the reaction that we're used to for the Stone Cold Stunner in the future. Uh, but yeah, it's just. And we're going to keep at. on making comment of that until, until it changes. Until it changes. The like, first time he gets a huge pop for the Stunner, we're going to note it. Yeah, and we're going to talk about it the whole time. What's going to happen on Saturday night? <laughs> oh, <what? laughs> it's going to be on Livewire. And at this point, unless I am missing anything, we get a certain fat piece of shit interfering <laughs> yeah. in this match. The man they call fat piece of shit. Jay Maynard? Oh, no. sorry, Vader. Yeah, Vader, that's who it was. Uh, by the way, Jay Maynard, uh, I believe we've got your softball jersey here. In the back, it says F-A-double-T. The number is 420. Uh, I was, I asked... If that was because uh, you smoke weed, and I said, no, actually, that's his weight. Ooh. Oh, cool. That's <laughs> not worked weight. That's a shoot weight. I think it's actually uh, worked as in they, they put it a little under. <laughs> now, the highest number we could go was 420. Ah, yeah, the scale broke after that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, Bob Holly needs to get me a new scale. <laughs> yeah, he needs to get hardcore Holly, or Crash Holly crash. scale. Yeah. Of course. So um, the fat one named Vader interferes, followed by Brett. Brett comes down too. Why not? Big old schmaz ending. Big old fuck finish. Yeah, uh, I don't know if they call it a DQ, double DQ. No contest. Or no con- I don't know what the, the official. I don't. Somewhere in the middle of all that. I don't recall hearing an official announcement as to the status it, of this it match. Ma- it makes sense. But I mean, obviously, if they would have had a finish here, then we would have known what would have happened at uh, SummerSlam '98. Because <laughs> that's how wrestling. And they works. can't. They can't give that away right can't now. Can't give that away. Nope. So this episode comes to a close. And we go to La Femme Nikita. Oh, yeah. what? <laughs> Overall thoughts, impressions of this. I thought it started real high, a big wall in the middle, and then and finished hot. And finished real hot. I thought this was a really good episode. Start hot, finish hot. And I do have here no Michaels on this Raw and no Mankind. Interesting. So, and, and, and they said Sid was hurt, too, so there's no no the main event of the pay-per-view. No Sid. No. Also, no Rocky Maivia. Also, no honky tonk man. Yeah. yeah. What? Who what is he recruiting? Know, yeah. You know what? There was what? no yob either. What is this building to? Uh, also, we, we heard what happened with him last week. Yes. We got the background, so you don't have to go back into that. Also, but if you want to listen to last week's episode, of course. We didn't forget about you, Pete Lothario. Pete Lothario, yeah. you are in our hearts. We're waiting for you to come back. Uh, we're going to keep doing this podcast until he reshows up on Raw. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> Forever. Did Jose Lothario end up going into the WWE Hall of Fame? I think he hasn't been seen since. Okay. Maybe in the Legends wing? We'll have to look and see. 
Next time. Uh, Nate, get on that, because you're not contributing to the podcast, so do something. <laughs> <laughs> no. so, so this next episode... Next episode drives starts, me fucking nuts. It starts as hot as it can get. <laughs> <laughs> I would say a Harlem Heat 2000 level hot. Tell us what we got, Nate. Uh, you got Nate. Big. Tell him. You well, <laughs> well, if you want, if you want to start off a hot show, who else? But I'm at Johnson. Uh, 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 and you can't forget. We are the nation. They did not rap during this. I might, but it was for Ahmed versus Crush. Let's go. We're gonna Kona crush this match. I mean, they make mention of no Farouk or Savio Vega ringside. Uh, had, this is where this that. is where they played the Savio heel turn because it was at the Madison Square Garden show the <laughs> previous Saturday in a tag. Yeah, so Savio Vega, fresh off a heel turn, can't interfere in this match. Why? Because it was taped before the heel turn. <laughs> yeah. But have, you can tell because there's no commentary tables. Yes, the commentary table is gone. So Both the, of them. I think this the is a uh, this is a taped episode in the same building, the same night in Beaumont, Texas. They have the camera angles as such, where you don't look to the side of the commentary table. But if you're looking for it, you'll see it. Um, at this point, I have to ask the question, what's going on on TNT? I mean... <laughs> what's Nitro doing on January 27th, 97? I, I would have I loved mean, to watch that instead. The fallout from Sold Out. I mean, at this point, it was probably like uh, Hoovy versus Psychosis or something. It's Psychosis. No, they... they <laughs> you remember, WCW liked to follow what was going on on Raw. Knowing Ahmed Johnson was out there, they had to counter with their... Strongest segment. So I'm thinking Horace Hogan would be out right now. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. Ice train, bro. This match. Ice train versus Buff Bagwell, bro. There I have I said nothing match. Take this match home. But not before Farouk creeps his head out <laughs> from the raw stage. Goddamn. I don't know what's going on out there in the ring, but boy, you need a win, Crush. I'm, I don't have pants on right now, so I'm not going to fully uh, get out behind the raw sign. Only his upper body's peeking out like yeah. he's spying on somebody. It's like he was playing hide and seek it, or something. It kind of looked like the Repo Man almost. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, is, why is Farouk yelling from in the middle of the raw sign? Uh, I got my poker game going on here with Justin Hawk Bradshaw. <laughs> don't make me walk away from the table, boy. Damn. Damn. I'll, I'll tell you what was more interesting in this match. All the buffering. Yeah. Uh, Peacock doesn't like Ahmed Johnson. We've learned. Yeah. Every time Ahmed is on the screen, Peacock crashes. We have to restart and <laughs> get back into the show. Generic error, playback, call, whatever the fuck El generico playback error. Yeah. And never heard of such things. And then it rewinds like four minutes to make us watch more Ahmed Johnson. <laughs> I've never seen so much Ahmed in my this, life. This is like the Chinese water torture version of wrestling. <laughs> Just more Ahmed. Just... Stick it into my veins. Gosh, I'm at. Oh, I'll tell you what, though. Crush? Great. Googly, googly, moogly. Great, googly, moogly. You don't go full on, man. <laughs> never, never go, go full on, man. <laughs> this show was full on, man. Uh, so, how about that sandbag? Oh. Which one? <laughs> All Cr- of uh, Crush is a strong dude. And he struggles to pick up Ahmed for a backbreaker. Oh, Ahmed sandbagged the oh. ass out of that. Uh, Probably on accident, too, because he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Yeah, he has no clue. But next up, we have a certain boy toy come out to the ring. 
And who cares about the pitch? Uh, well, there's interference from one Farouk. I'm trying to get past this match. I'm really trying to get <laughs> that past sets this. Up the greatest finisher in the history of wrestling, the dreaded heart punch. You can tell you're a worker crush. when you get the heart punch as a finisher. <laughs> yeah. The punch, the peck punch. Yes. Uh, the the purple, devastating purple. heart punch. And as Jerry Lawler says, no one kicks out of that. And then as it goes to three, even Ahmed. So apparently Ahmed is not no one. Huh? I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's not one. Anyways, let's get to that Shawn Michaels promo. It, Thank uh, you. Uh, uh, oh, what? <laughs> That's just the Shawn. That was about the highlight. Yeah. I know I'm sexy. I got the looks. <sighs> and uh, we learn as he's coming out to the ring, mm-hmm. that HBK versus Sid is set up for Thursday, Thursday Raw, Raw Thursday, Thursday in two weeks. I don't know why it couldn't just be Raw Thursday. That to say Thursday twice? Yeah. You gotta know it's on Thursday. Emphasis. That's I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to the third match in their series. It'll be interesting to see what uh, happens here. Really, yeah. Uh, I'm thinking I'm going to be smiling the entire time. <laughs> I will never lose that. I'm going to have a lack thereof. Yeah. Oh. The, so you're going to say you're having the smile formerly known as Andrew Turner. <laughs> yes. Uh, so this Sean promo sucks. Horrible. Just I didn't even write any quotes because it wasn't funny bad. It was just bad. Tons of wrecking machine. Ooh. Was that Sid? Or no, it was, that was Sean. No, it was Sean. I thought he said that about Vader. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was talking about the yeah, Final ton, Four. Tons of wrecking He's machine. He's bad. He's going to be bad so, so he can be great. Then he could be bad because he's a bad man. Well, yeah. If you gotta, you gotta be good to be or bad to be good. You gotta be bad to be great. So I'm gonna be great at being bad because I'm bad. Trying to be Ow. bad. Trying to be bad. Shawn Michaels, folks. Fuck it. Uh, I have I, shit promo by Michaels. But at man. this point, insert Brett. In his also gear. Also not good. In his gear. Yes. Now with soaking wet hair and in wrestling gear. Mind you, it's the same night he quit, and then came back. Yes. And then put gear on. Yes. And, and then his promo skills went dramatically down the drain mm-hmm. from the same night. Yeah. <laughs> he was a prophet, though. Talk about an injury, I think. He Could did have been a prophet? He, yeah. He's got his own religion because Thursday Raw Thursday. Was, was there a prophecy going on? There might be. Well, what did he say? Uh, make this a little more clear for those at home who didn't watch this episode. So, uh, he stated something. I didn't catch it till the very end. Something about an injury. To Ooh. his leg. To his leg. He get his leg out of his leg? Yes. All right, cool. Insert Taker. Undertaker comes out. And he talks about <laughs> Royal Rumble 1996. <laughs> what you brought up 20 seconds before Taker brought it up. Uh, yeah, so Booger Red. And Booger has, Red drops has... some promo knowledge on us about how he should have beaten Brett at Rumble 96, but... Things happened. Doesn't really specify. And this is where, at that point, I said he should have gone off the rails and said, and this is where Diesel fucked me on this match. You know, Diesel. Diesel. Diesel, that guy that's in the NWO on the other channel. You know, Actually, you should watch that channel right now. This promo is terrible. Putting a hip to the times promo. Yeah. Uh, where the big boys play. Where the big boys play. Let's check that adjective. Because we don't play. <laughs> yeah, uh, Taker wasn't helping the level of charisma on the microphone in the ring. But glass shatters. Maybe someone will. 
crickets. What well, wasn't crickets? Was his promo? No, it was not. He's got that that fire, that intensity that we all know about him, but well, no reaction yet. So he comes what down. What was his big line though? And he says, "I'm looking in the ring and I see three crybabies and little boy blue." <laughs> Vince. Little boy blue being Vince McMahon in his blue, blue blazer. Outfit. Yeah, that wonderful blue blazer. <laughs> I see what you did. There. Interesting. Uh, you make fun of my blue blazer. I'm gonna have to kill blue blazer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me think about that. Bruce, <laughs> Bruce, write down kill blue blazer. Next time I see blue blazer, I'm gonna and fuck the hearts Vader over. was just standing there like Farouk. And then, and then, yeah, the camera kind of pans, and Vader and Paul Bear are just. In the background by the raw, the raw sign, just like silhouetted like Michael Myers in, a, in I thought Halloween they, I movie. thought they missed their cue or something. <laughs> and uh, Austin plays this off wonderfully. He, he goes and he says, You know, I don't have a problem whipping all of your aces, but I see a trap when I know one with all three of you in there. So I guess I'm going to have to leave. He turns around, he looks at Vader and says, Maybe I will whip your asses after all. <laughs> and he starts walking out of the ring. And as soon as he realizes Vader isn't following him, breaks off and runs backstage, <laughs> mouthing off to Vader the whole way. Yeah, giving him lip, but just like Austin, like Austin could. You can tell Austin's going to be a megastar. Every right here. single week we've watched the show, by far the best segments are Stone Cold Steve Austin. I would say already here, January 1997, Stone Cold Steve Austin is the greatest wrestler in the world. Oh, wow. January 1997. He's already the best. There is? Best there was. Best there ever will be. Exactly. Sorry, Brett. Bro, you don't even understand. You don't even understand, bro. Well, that brings us to a a singles match. Yes. Bridge Bulldog, Doug Furness. And one thing I want to point out. Owen Hart, in his ugly, ugly, ugly uh, Michigan State Spartans tracksuit that he's wearing, uh, and Phil LaFon in his wonderful gray sweatpants, uh, you know they're not wrestling because they both have towels wrapped around their pants. <laughs> That's how you know. It is a day off. There, so, there, there, it is a second hour taping off. Here's, here's the thing, though. I actually went and checked the official WWF rulebook uh, written by you know, president of the company, Gorilla Monsoon. And it says in there, uh, you are only allowed to be at ringside if you are an official WWF staff member assigned to a duty at ringside, such as a referee, announcer, color commentator, ringside, uh, attendant, cameraman, or such. Uh, Or you are a licensed manager. However, there is a caveat. You are allowed at ringside if you wear a towel <laughs> around your neck. <laughs> oh, the old towel around the neck clause. I think it's the uh, Arnold Stolen clause in 1977. Yes. Uh, you are correct, sir. I actually call it the uh, Owen Hart clause from Survivor Series 94. <laughs> but there, yeah. was a, there was a trivia question Turner would beat me on to go over again. Again. I always go over. The game's called I Go Over. <laughs> the game is Turner No Yam. No Yam at my own house. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or Mike's or house. house. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, my first thought is I want this tag match at Mania. I know it's coming at Final Four. We'll see. Uh, but I want th- I, this. should have been a Mania match. I know there may be circumstances that prevent that from happening. All I, I don't remember exactly what happens, but I'm pretty sure this is not the Mania match. Don't spoil it. Nate. No spoilers. Good. 
No, yeah. No Oilers. <laughs> and at this point, Brett hooks up with Furnace. Furnace, I'm fucked. And he just says, SummerSlam 92. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll see where that goes. Yeah. Uh, and that's the next thing I have, too. I have, it goes from towels to SummerSlam 92 finish. <laughs> there are some interesting yeah, There's some stuff in between. Furnace takes a hell of a bump over the top rope. He yeah. does. He does. Uh, I mean, it's it's sort of a Harley race bump, but not really. A more more impact and, and less safe looking. Yeah. By a lot. Bro, did you say impact, bro? What? What? I just said total nonstop action. Oh. oh. I know a guy who works there. Yeah. What you understand about total nonstop action, bro, <laughs> is if you grab the steel steps in front of the referee, bro, and you pick it up and slam it on your opponent, it's not, not a, a DQ. DQ, bro. As we can see, because Bulldog does that right in front of the referee. <laughs> he must have was blinking his eyes, bro. Yeah. He just missed it. Jimmy Corderas got paid off or something, bro. Clearly. He was losing his head. At this point, though, the camera gets really close to Owen Hart, who says very clearly, I don't catch the first part of his sentence, but he finishes it with, my lousy brother, Brett, he's a loser. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what started that. Great, but I, but I loved it. Though. I, loved I, it. I, I love it. It's like, lousy brother Brett, lousy brother Owen. I just love that. It's just he's my brother-in-law too. <laughs> I do love anything he does is just fucking gold. Yeah, Owen's the greatest. We miss you, Owen. Exactly. What What I didn't miss was another Ahmed Johnson cut in. Because of course, do we, we have cut, to do this? We cut backstage to Ahmed Johnson attempting to break into the Nation of Domination's locker room. A locked door. A locked door. With a hits with a two by four. To no effect. Like a 12 by 2, really. And then uh, kicks it open to an empty hallway with a rear door at the end. That was it. They're like, they're not in the locker room. They're not in the locker room. Why is the door locked? (laughs) Who locked it from the outside (laughs) and left? I don't know. Stay tuned. So it's locked. It's I don't know. Why couldn't he get a security guard to open the door? Who knows? Next week on the Femme Nikita, we will investigate the Nation of Domination locker room. Spoiler alert, it doesn't end up well for the Nikita La Femme. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the Nikita Koloff. Like structure. Yes. <clears throat> uh, so, yeah. I just, I can't believe we're, we have to have these Ahmed Johnson cut-ins, these... What you understand is he's over, bro. Knee pads, thigh pads, <laughs> shin pads, ankle pads, and even upper thigh hamstring pads are over. You understand? I don't understand. You don't understand? I understand. Uh, you, just like the guy here in Beaumont, Texas, wearing the 1996 New York Yankees World Series t-shirt. You don't understand? We don't understand. Yeah. And, and this leads us to the SummerSlam 1992 finish. Yeah. <laughs> We're... Bulldog does the old counter to the sunset flip. And sits down, locks the legs, one, two, three. The so heels hot. go over clean, meaning the baby faces earned a title match at yeah. the next pay-per-view. I don't understand how that works. You chalk that up to WWF logic yeah. 2022. And here's the great part. Uh, as a setup to that, uh, Owen accidentally hits Brett with a slammy, leading to a confrontation in the ring. Over Owen hitting. Did I say Brett? You said yes, Brett. Did. Owen. Owen hits Bulldog Davey. with the slammy, leading to a confrontation between Owen and Bulldog and the ring after the match. 
Wouldn't this confrontation mean more if, you know, it led to the babyfaces winning? Which it was a false finish right before that, wasn't it? Like yep. a schoolboy or Schoolboy out of that, yep. And kick out, leading mm-hmm. to that finish. Right after. Yeah. So, maybe well, LaFon and Furnace's push is not as strong as we were hoping it would be. Yeah. Uh, it sounded like Bulldog was getting a little bit of face pops there, though. They were ready. They were ready to turn him. Fans wanted it. A could, face could pop be, like feeling. Yes. Could they be setting up a mania match right there? Perhaps. Stay tuned. Uh, and then the slammy is on the mat and it falls over. <laughs> Vince McMahon says, The slammy falling over. That's a bad omen. <laughs> and pat, pat. And then he goes, Pat. Bruce. See that slammy fell? I said it was a bad omen. We need to ensure it's a bad omen. <laughs> you remember earlier I told you, Blue Blazer. Blue Blazer needs to be killed. What if Owen becomes Blue Blazer and we kill him at the Keel Center? Yeah! Let's do it. Book it. Book it. Buy it. Book it. We're going to do a pay-per-view called Over the Edge. I'm going to throw him over the edge. Yeah! <laughs> yeah, so... I can't believe that interesting. That hippie was still called that. I mean, he was... <laughs> yeah. He was... I was in that arena, too. Yeah, he was booking it. Two and a half years in advance. Dude, that's long-term booking, bro. Yeah, but you understand is it had to happen. It's best for business. You know you know what else had to happen? Was this main event? Uh, we're not to the main event yet. Oh, Excuse me. We are to Shotgun Saturday yes, night. Shotgun Saturday night. Are you going to drop a little nugget? Where Savio Vega is talking about how he regrets the accident that happened at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, even though it was... It was told that it happened before or after Saturday night. It was told it, it happened on Sunday, but whatever. The time, garden was a matinee show. Time, time things are happening here. So uh, it's like the island and lost. Yeah, he was he was apologizing for it, and then turns around and decks Rocky Maivia, proving that he's a heel. Mm-hmm. But what we get to see is at the Webster Hall, which I'm not quite sure where that is. There's all of these women dancing on poles, and one of them in a silver bikini. Instantly stuck out to me as being one of the cutscenes in the original Degeneration X music video. Great eye by you. Great eye. Coming Instantly through. recognized it. Just no you know, one dances his, like that. He knows his silver bikini women. I do. No one dances like that except that one woman that one time. <laughs> yeah, that 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 was a good catch by you. I, that would have blew right by yeah. me. If you've ever it. seen that video, you know who I'm talking about. But yes. But as soon as you said it, I'm like. Oh, shit. I, I think you might be yeah. right. So we had to go and confirm. And uh, we confirmed the job. Mike is right. See. 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 And this brings us to the main event of the evening. It's time. It's time. Yeah. It's Godwin's time. 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 Yeah, we're in Texas. Yeah, I love this inbred shit. Yeah. Look at these little kids dancing. Main eventers. Hog and pig. Who are they facing? Hog and pig. They're facing Paul Bearer's crew of Vader and Mankind. The masked assassins. Ooh. Ooh. There's a Georgia throwback. <laughs> you know, Vader and Mankind. Assassin 1 and 2. <laughs> oh, Vader and Mankind. Uh, oh, there was also another cut-in. At this point, we do have a cut-in. Oh. Two. We're going to have... At the Sky Dome. Sky Dome. We got Raw at the Sky Dome. And here's Tiger Ali Singh. What? What? Tiger Ali Singh has joined the WWF... To do a press conference at the Sky Dome, which, by the way, Raw next week is going to be Rumble, Raw, Raw, Rumble. The first since 1988. But then he later says 1989, forgetting that 
1989 was on pay-per-view. <laughs> 88 was on USA Network. For the first time since 1988, Royal Rumble will be on Monday Night Raw. But then uh, more buffering happened. Then more buffering More happens. buffering because it knew what was coming. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we would get more Ahmed Johnson. We would get more yeah. Ahmed Johnson. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Uh, Palmer had a nice inside dig on Vader. Ooh, yeah. He does. As he says, uh, Vader must have washed his tights in the slot bucket. For those who don't know, Vader is, uh, Vader is notorious for not washing his gear, so he stinks up the joint when he wrestles. No one wants to wrestle this guy. Yeah. Move! <laughs> Maybe he said wash. Wash! <laughs> Damn it, wash! <laughs> um, it's a match. Uh, I mean, Hog... Hog was Hog throwing some bobs. Hog was throwing some stiff shots. And at one point, we saw Vader stiff him right back. And I think he legit knocked him down with that punch. Oh, yeah. I don't think that was a sell. I think he just hit him so hard. He I, I wrote, you know, I was like, uh, well, couldn't we have Hog versus Vader just skip each other for a few minutes? That actually would be Maybe pretty good. Maybe Hog versus Vader in Brawl for All would have been good. But he was already a fat piece of shit by May. I yeah, think, and then so. he was gone. Yeah. So, yeah, um... Henry was okay. Henry's not terrible. Henry's not terrible. Uh, he is. Henry's pretty okay, bad. Godwin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Henry. Okay. Godwin. Godwin. And uh, Pig sucks. <laughs> insidious Godwin. <laughs> Phineas Insidious Godwin. Insipid. Insipid. Incapable of wrestling. Phineas Incapable of Wrestling Godwin. That's I would have rather said uh, Hog and Hillbilly Jim in the match. And this is 1997 Hillbilly Jim, not the still terrible 1986 version of Hillbilly Jim. <laughs> yeah. What does that tell you? Sorry, sorry, yeah. Phineas. Uh, we eventually get to a point where everybody's outside the ring for reasons, uh, and Vader is grabbing, uh, I believe it was Hog, holding Hog up in the full Nelson for yeah. um, Mankind to hit him with the chair. Hog gets out of there, and Mankind straight up decks Vader with the chair. And the bell immediately sounds, making me think it was a DQ finish. We actually had to go back and watch this. Yes. Because of the buffering. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> no, but seriously, though, like we did, we thought it just like ended like without real like conclusion to it. Yeah, at the commercial break, because yeah. it just ended. It so just we went, went to the next episode like, of Raw. <laughs> it's like, this doesn't seem right. But little did we know... This it turned to be a countout. Yeah, at this... the exact moment, mankind struck Vader with the chair. Yeah, so we're like, Which, how did Man- mankind hesitated for a second too before he, did. he hit? Vader. And they smiled after he did it. Yes, as only mankind could. That little should that be another sideways? We'll find out because and you know you know it's going to put one of your guys in the main event over losing by countout to, to the, the fucking Godwins. <laughs> Yeah, the guy who semi-main evented the last pay-per-view, main evented your most recent SummerSlam, was in the last five of the Royal Rumble, just loses to the Godwins. You're buried, bro. Pretty much. Yeah, I think that I think right there is the beginning of the end of Vader. What you don't understand is the Godwins are over, pal. Okay, Godwins got to stay strong. They got to keep the heat, bro. It's justice. A couple years, we'll have some Southern justice, bro. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, this brings us to, and you were all like, oh, this has to be the end. It's the end. I said, it's not the end. I just know Vince. I just know in his mind. We need to, we need to tie a string around that, that guy, that Ahmed. Yeah, that Ahmed Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Let's have him, let's have him find the nation nomination. But he got out of there. Got to continue this feud. And he does. He chases the nation of domination 
out into the parking lot with that goddamn 12 by 2. <laughs> Jim Thuggin. Yep. And. Not over. Not over. Thuggin and Buggin Enterprises. <laughs> And Who did he throw in the, uh, in the trunk of that? Kevin Meadows. Yeah, Kevin Meadows. Um, I, I don't remember if it was Kevin or Meadows, uh, the two white guys with, <laughs> with the Nation of Domination. Uh, one of them's name is Kevin. The other's name is Meadows. I don't know which one is which. But that's all we know. That's all we know. One of them was in the trunk. One of them was hanging out the passenger's window as the black car rolls away. Which apparently the Nation of Domination with like 12 people drives in a four-door sedan. <laughs> they could all fit into a Lincoln Continental. Yeah, so... Jamming out to Gangrel's music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, you don't know about that. Yeah, not yet. Uh, the Vampire Warriors music. Okay, sorry. Yeah, David Who's Heath. Sorry. Cliff. That uh, show, <laughs> Blue Assholes. That's how I ended it. So on the same night, quotations, we have the best Raw to date. And the worst. Followed by the worst Raw to date. Uh, only to be that crowd. Only high points were Austin and Owen. And That's why was Brett dressed to wrestle? In the DX strip. That, that's what I said. Like, why is he in gear all the Dark sudden? show main event. Dark match yep. main event. Has to be. Probably him and Austin. Probably him and Austin. Or him and Vader or something. Oh, well, not Vader, because Vader just wrestled. Maybe. Yeah, probably him and Austin. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? Okay. Never mind. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Also, also pointing out, we did get, uh, we checked. We looked into the Royal Rumble, because we had a controversy about how many people were in attendance. Um. WWF told us about 60,000. Two Cold Scorpio uh, said it was significantly higher than that. And Sid clarified, saying that all the Mexicans in Mexico were there at the stadium. And we looked it up, and it was uh, 94.16 million was the official attendance at the Alamo Dome for Royal Rumble 97. Hey, real quickly, what's what was the population of Mexico <laughs> In, uh, in 1997. 94.16. <laughs> uh, Coincidence? Because all of the Mexicans in Mexico were there. Okay. Every single one. Okay. Uh, but add 60,000 to that. <laughs> right. Yeah. That, so it was, it was 60,000 <laughs> Texans and uh, you know 94.16 million Mexicans from Mexico. A real Tex-Mex show. It was. And Too Cold Scorpio will tell you, uh, 94 million. He, he drew it. He drew it. Flash Funk drew it. It was all him. And he beat up Hawk, Justin Hawk, right? <laughs> <laughs> Took his spot in the rumble. Yeah, my, yeah. my favorite part was how he wasn't on the show, actually. Yeah. <laughs> and he still drew the. Uh, he, yeah, he did. And, he was in the Royal Rumble. He was in the Rumble. He was in the Rumble. Ten. It was only the day Blah! before. <laughs> he's walking out. He's my favorite funk. Yeah. This is a small crowd compared to Pyongyang. You have Terry Haas and Flash, the Funks. <laughs> Dory. Who? Who? Dory Senior. No, Haas. Jimmy Senior? Haas. Haas Senior and Junior. You don't talk about my brother like that, you son of a bitch. His name is Haas. Egg-sucking dog. I watched him at WrestleMania too. His name is Haas. Pritchard. (laughs) Mars Vince. My horse is sick. Okay. So, yeah. uh, Time for LaFemme Nikita at this point. I'm so ready for LaFemme Nikita. (laughs) I wish you would have watched that instead Uh, of that episode of Raw. Next week, here on the Five Wise Marks, we are going to watch Raw, Rumble, Rumble, Raw. Yeah, Raw, Raw, Rumble, Rumble, Raw. First time since 1989, even though it's 1988. Yeah, yeah. Rumble on the Raw, Raw, Rumble. It's going to be an hour and 40 minutes long. Yeah, yeah. Watch 7.57 p.m. (laughs) Watch it, yeah. What time central? 8.57. No, no, no. 6.57. Ah, I don't know how to do math. Ah. I don't oh, know. No. Central. Ah, that's, that's firm territory. Ugh. We don't go there. We don't talk about that. Ah, oh. We took Owen from him. Fucked him. Took his mansion, too. Yeah. Mm. <laughs>
We do see, though, that I think from here on out, we didn't watch it, but we saw the little timestamps on it. Looks like we're going to two hours. We're going yeah. to two hours, so each episode we cover is just going to be that episode. It's like one episode per episode yeah. that we do now. So it's going to take a, a full fucking year. Unless somehow, I thought we were done by June. Yeah. Yeah. Unless somehow these jabronis here can somehow get a Wednesday off and we can stay up late and do this. Because we love, you know, as as you know, we're doing this live in 1997 and porting this 25 years into the future for your listening enjoyment. Uh, We here in 1997, every other week on a Tuesday, Mm -hmm. we record this podcast. Right. Uh, You know, because podcasts are a thing in 1997. We're the originators. Yes. Uh, So just so you know, that's that's what we're doing. And uh, we're the eliminator originators. (laughs) (laughs) Deciduators. Uh, And... Yeah, we're, we're doing this. So we don't know what's going to happen in the future. So any references we make, make to predictions that do happen are just pure magic. Uh, and mm-hmm. um, part of it is we put Nate's credit card down for Miss Cleo. <laughs> <laughs> Call me now. Miss uh, Cleo has informed us of everything that's going to happen for the next 25 years. That's why Nate. On Nate's credit card. <laughs> um, and what's the number for Miss Cleo again? I'm, I'm struggling, Nate. I uh, 1-900-909-9900. Think... Yeah, there you go. Uh, I think it's... Uh, one Please nine... call. I need some more money. Yeah, I think it's one ninety nine a minute, and we've been on the phone with her for the last... <laughs> Three weeks. Six and a half weeks. <laughs> so, yeah. In $1997. Good. Have fun with that. Well, I looked at my credit score yesterday, and it's going to be reversed today. <laughs> <laughs> it's a negative. Yeah. Maynard's weight is higher than your credit score. <laughs> your your, your credit yes, yes, no, your that. credit score is like Vern Gagne's in 1991. <laughs> oh. So I yeah, that, I was yeah. like uh, Flash Funk's drawing power. No, that's my bank account. Oh, oh. yes, not we understand, dude. Yeah, we don't understand is Flash Funk's a draw, bro. Bro, bro. Yeah. So well, let's say your bits. See ya. Uh, he stole my gimmick, and we're out of time. <laughs>